Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rothering Out podcast. Um, ben is not quite ready, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I forgot something there. Apologies for the, to the, to the terrible sound there, everybody. Ben was uh, in for a minute. I thought he fell off his chair. I did. Not quite the professional start I was hoping for. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> well, that's, mind, that was on me. that's life, I suppose. Um, that was on me. <laughs> So start again. Hello, welcome to the uh, Rotherham United podcast. Uh, this is the review show for the fantastic win uh, against Middlesbrough on Wednesday night. And we'll also be looking ahead to Saturday uh, in what against will be a very, very tough game uh, against Swansea City. Um, last night, we've had, what, a day to think about it as we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, ben? Are your thoughts still as positive and as glowing as they were yesterday? Even better. Because you just have bad time to reflect on how good it is for, you know, our league position. Uh everything. It's just such a good result. Confidence at team. Uh, it sends mm-hmm. a message to everybody else. It's a perfect result, really. Couldn't have asked for any better. In my opinion. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I, I... I was a bit frightened, to be honest, at the beginning of the game. I thought, I felt if we lost, had we lost last night, it would have, it, it would, it would have not been great, obviously, because it would have knocked one of our games in hand off, and you know we'd have been still significantly behind Derby, really. Um, so I was really happy, really happy when I mean, well, yeah, fantastic result, unbelievable result, really. Um, can't fault it. Can't fault the performance, the result. I've got nothing bad to say about it. Our performance. Yeah, uh, I agree. It was uh, superb. We should have, should and could have been, it could have been 5 or 6 nil, uh, and that wouldn't have been an unfair reflection on the game, would it? No, I think it should have been. It should have been. I mean, the, the, to be fair, if, if you're going to be hypercritical, Crooks, you should have scored uh, at least one more uh, with that one-on-one yeah. with the keeper. Uh, that, that, Break in the second half where we broke like Barcelona, 
Richard Wood broke like Lionel Messi. Let me rephrase that. Richard Wood broke like Lionel Messi. Um, the, 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 the finish from Crooks, took, I took a touch too many. Uh, that would have been an unbelievable goal, and, and, but he should have done better with the finish. So I am being very, very critical, obviously, uh, looking at the overall performance. So it could and probably should have been four or five. Completely agree. Um, ben, Michael Smith, we talked about it's like we did a live show. If you didn't watch, uh, we did a live show on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter after the show, and we could not have heaped more praise on Michael Smith. It was it was, it was, was as good as individual performance in a Rotherham shirt in a very, very long time. If he plays like that, he'll be in Premier League. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that one-on-one that he had in the start of the game, you know, we basically skimmed the post. A, a yes. year ago, two years ago, that goes miles wide. I, I think a year ago, he didn't even take shot on. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was just thinking that. But it was ridiculous. Unplayable. Nothing. There was just nothing you can do. It was strong. He held it up well. Uh, he won everything in the air. You know, quite quick as well, wasn't he? Didn't, yeah. You know when into them channels? He weren't yeah. slow. Obviously, yeah. took penalty. Kept composure. Uh, didn't that guy try saying to him? Can't remember what he's. Uh, uh, lines of um, that uh, he basically saying to Smithy that Smithy he don't believe in Smithy. Smithy don't even believe in himself. Yeah, um, and then Crooks told him what for after he buried it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that picture, that picture yeah. tells a thousand words. You know, even if even if you cut Morsi out of the picture, he tells a thousand words of a team that are absolutely playing together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I love that picture. I've put it on the thumbnail for uh, for this for this video as well, so that'll be up there, be up there on YouTube. And uh, there's a bit like I think somebody's put it out on social media somewhere that, that pictures like that are the ones that should be adorning the dressing room walls, really, shouldn't they? To show what you know what it means to uh, to the players. Because it's fantastic, great. And show show other teams this is this is what we're about. If you're coming at yeah. us, you best you best be good because otherwise this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, Smith was unplayable. Uh, Mick, um, you know what is it? I think it's five goals in six games. Um, yeah. Is yeah six goals this season. He only got eight last time at Championship. Is getting that consistency of finding. I know it's, I know it's a penalty, but. Yeah, Beth and I pulled off a wonder save to stop him getting a very, very good header. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's he doesn't look a different player. He just looks at a slightly higher level than he did last time. He does, and he's it, just sitting his straps in here. And mm. it, the, the, the key to the key to with Michael Smith is he's, he's gone in and out of periods of a season, hasn't he? You know, it, it'll he'll have five or six decent games or three or four decent games, and then he'll drop out of. Uh, drop out of form again. Uh, it, at the moment, he seems to be holding that form, but I mean, a, a massive amount of that is going to have to be confidence, isn't it? Uh, yeah. and, and the way he's played in these last few games, confidence he can, is, is one thing he is not going to be short of. He's been outstanding. Yeah. He came back in against QPR, didn't he? Which was mm. in November time, and his score yeah. goal was fantastic. Yeah. Since then, he's been, he's been very, very good. Yeah, he has. Back in yeah, a times. Uh, we've been looking for somebody to partner him. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we've been looking for somebody to partner him. Freddie's not up to it. It's shown he's not up to it, in my view. Uh, Hurst, 
I'll come on to Hurst after from last night, but Hurst is, is really probably not up to it. Uh, so that's it. It's, it's, it's him or it's Crooksy or nobody else. Uh, and Crooksy wasn't playing particularly well, was he? Up until yeah. probably a similar sort of time. Uh, it was well into the season before before he started to um, to really sort of hit his, hit his straps as well. So, yeah. Yeah, Crooks were fantastic. He took, he took his goal really, really well. Such a difficult goal. They talked about on on the Football League Show Quest about how much of a difficult technique that is, Ben. Coming out of the sky and you sort of have to take, take yourself back a little bit and then you on it. The Crooks' Valley? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. I think what was it? Um, Everton they had basically an identical volley against where it would nearly oh, touch no. it, and he went miles wide. It weren't like a big chance or anything, but yeah, he took it so well. I thought mm. keeper might have saved it. I didn't think it was going in when he hit it. If I'm, I being didn't. Honest. But he saw it. Keeper saw it very, yeah. very, very late. Yeah, he saw that on the on the yeah. replay, but <clears throat> yeah, didn't take his eye off it. Caught it. Near beautifully, uh, well enough. Yeah, you know it weren't top corner break net volley, James Rodriguez World Cup <laughs> style, but you know it were <laughs> it did job, didn't it? Yeah. That's what you need in championship. You catch it that well, it's going in. Yeah, uh, it was Matt Crook's twentieth goal for the club um, in all competitions, which for not a striker, it's really, really, really good. Especially return, only, yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's not like he'd been here ten years either. Yeah, uh, really, really good. Mike um, with the penalty. Um, Mick, was it a penalty? Uh, I, I think it probably was a penalty. Okay, just about. Um, it, I think the goalkeeper went for the ball. The ball had already gone. Icky had got some momentum. Um, he po- possibly could have pulled out of it, but. It, the goalkeeper's positioning is such that Icky has now got to move out of his way. You know, so he's, he's essentially impede, impeding him. He's impeding yeah. his progress across that the front of the box, whether or not. I mean, a foul doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be any physical contact for a foul, does there? No. You know, if you're stopping a player getting the ball when the ball's not there, it's a foul mm. uh, or obstruction, one of the two. Um, yeah, I think it probably was a penalty. Uh, I, I don't know whether uh, Neil Warnock saying he were offside. Um, I haven't said that. Having said that, Neil Warnock was saying Ladapo were offside, which is a fair call to be honest, because he wasn't even on pitch. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know whether he were or he weren't. But I think probably no, yes, it was a penalty. Ben, I, when I when I watched it, I saw the ball go flying over bar and thought, oh, that yeah. was a fantastic opportunity. And then it took me a minute, or thirty seconds or so, to realise yeah, he's blue for a penalty. He didn't, didn't. We didn't see the blow. I can't remember what oh. happened to the uh, the camera, camera. but we just yeah. did Becking and um, the other guy. I think it's Sam Todd. Is it just say yeah, we're, not well, we're not Becking? Whatever. Whoever on commentary said they were having penalty. I was like, what? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's iffy in it because he's he's very minimal contact. Mm. But if he doesn't like jump over it, he snaps his leg in half. Well, I think. Extreme, well, I mean. well, yeah, yeah. He takes him out and could get yeah. injured. So I don't know. It's one of them in it where he has to jump, but if he doesn't, it's a foul. So mm. well, it's referee's call for me. Mm. Yeah, that point. Um, and then Ryan Giles on debut the day after his 21st birthday. Um, 
Borough pushing for the game, to be fair. You know, yeah. they're 2-0 down in the 90, 90 plus two, plus two, two or three minutes, as it says there. Um, but he held his run. When Wiles had the ball, it took a while for Wiles to get the ball under control properly so he could, so he could play. Giles held that run really, really well and timed it basically to perfection, Mick. Yeah, he did. And I think a bit of credit here has to go for Ben Wiles as well mm. because initially it looks like He's holding on to the ball too long. But that pass yeah. was perfect. It was perfectly weighted and he got the defender wrong-footed as well. Uh, mm. So he obviously waited to get into that position. Uh, it was a perfect pass. Uh, and it, let's be fair, it probably a bit of a lucky finish. Took a deflection off, a, off the defender and went through a goal his legs. But just prior to that, he he's, he's, already, he's already won me over from his first touch of the ball. You know, he comes out to him at left wing. He's 21 years old. He's making his debut against a team pushing for the championship. And all he does, he knocks it past the player and goes, see ya. He's off, <laughs> isn't he? You know I mean, but like, it was just brimming yeah. with confidence. And he left him for dead. Um, yeah. I, I, I do like the look. I do like the look of him. Um, having said that, I could quite easily see Trevor Clark doing exactly the same thing. Potentially, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, I'm not going to complain. Uh, not mm. at all. Uh, it looks like we've got a good one there. For, and hopefully, for the rest of the season, well, it is for the rest of the season. So, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's his first goal in the Championship. He did score last season for Shrewsbury in League One. First, he, he hadn't scored for Coventry this season. Um, uh, a couple of the sort of stats. Uh, Wes Hardin's now made 25 appearances for the club, which is we're now 23rd game of the season. Obviously, some day, those, those include cup games as well. Um, he's been fantastic and Clark Robertson came on that's his 50th, 50th league appearance for the club um, good to see Clark Robertson gradually getting some game time after his injury um, Ben on somebody else who's come back from injury and had a really good game in my opinion Sean McDonald um, yeah. he's, ne- he's never does the pretty doesn't do the pretty things um, yeah. he just works hard and just gets stuck in and just breaks the game up and he did it really really well I forgot he was playing really in the first 20 but in a good minutes, way. which his position for what he yeah. does is that's good way. You know, he's not a playmaker, he's not a ball last type player, he's just gonna sit there and do dirty work. And for him to not be noticed is a good thing. Because mm. if he was being noticed, it means he's making mistakes in that yeah, type of position. Yeah. I agree, yeah, he played quality. Um I think Balasto said he was ill. Well he didn't say he was ill, but I think he so don't know what the situation is with that. But you know, if Balas as Balas is hundred percent, then but I don't see why not. I don't see why he should get taken out of the team. It, it, the, the only issue is that he came off on the hourish mark, looking very tired. Well, I haven't um, played a game since whenever three months yeah. ago, whatever three months ago. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's good to be getting them back in. Um, the talk was that Chiu and Sadly might be on the bench for the Swansea game. If they're back on, it gives us a weapon off the bench potentially. A weapon. Uh, they are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it gives you two weapons, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, some some electric pace, and it's not as though we're short of that on pitch already, is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there were some really really cracking performances last night. Very very difficult, as we talked about in the in the post match uh, live stream to to pick a man of the match. I think we all probably plumped for uh, for Smithy, but there were a lot of good candidates for that. A lot of candidates for that. Yeah, there were a couple not mentioned. We haven't mentioned all of Sunday, but we're outstanding. Jamie Lindsay were fantastic. 
Ben Wiles. Yeah. Ben Wiles probably had a quieter game than he would like. He lost the ball a couple of times, but he still had a very good game. Yeah. That's been hypercritical. Um, the defence looked really... I thought Angus McDonald, we didn't mention this last live show, I thought Angus McDonald did his job really, really well last night. You say that, right? You say that. There was a run in the first half where... No, but there was a run in the first half where uh, I think Cook should have got a foot in. But then, I can't remember who it was, but he's just running through the box. He takes a turn inside and McDonald just lets him. Turn inside, he takes a shot. Yeah, that's a shot on goal. And it's just little things like that. If that's against, I don't know, Bournemouth. It's in league middles, bro. Yeah, but if yeah, well, no, but middles they weren't good quality. I don't think that's how they get points. But if there's someone against Bournemouth or someone quality, they score, mm. and that's not good enough. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I mean, it, I it, think, it was already in the box by the time he got to McDonald, and there's not much McDonald can do other than jockey him. He can't put. Yeah. He can't really put a challenge in once he's in the box. Yeah, but once he turns inside, at least try and block a shot or something. Just let him. I I don't know. I'm not a central defender. Yeah, very harsh. So. Um, Icky and Woody were very, very, very good. Uh, they get, they put the team in the midweek out, didn't they? Uh, at the football league, yeah. and they put they put a couple of you know really good players in yeah. Harding, uh, Ihikwe. Unbelievably, no Smith or Crooks in it though, which is yeah, all of a sudden doing it as well. Yeah, uh, and Warney obviously got manager of the uh, of the midweek as well. Um, one final player we're going to talk about before we move on to Swansea is Jamal Blackman. Um, yes, I said this on the like in live show last night. If you think that Blackman's kicking's bad, go and watch Bettinelli from Middlesbrough keeper from last night because his kicking was horrendous. <laughs> and he's a, he's a former Premier League keeper. So, yeah. Is he on uh, Fulham and Villa? Yes. He's on loan from Fulham at the minute. Who at Villa, weren't he? Don't know. I think he's been elsewhere. Yeah. Um, he, he, he would keep a Rodak out of the team. When we had Rodak on loan, yeah. that's who we're in net for Fulham. Yeah. Unbelievably. Um, his kicking was it was okay last night. I think there were maybe one or two that went a bit wayward, but for the most part, it was fine. Um, there was a save in the second half when it was only 1-0, which he pulled off a fantastic save. He came rushing out, made himself massive, and he got a very strong hand on it, Ben, didn't he? Which one was this? Blackman saved the, the save. Oh, Blackman. Made. I thought you meant Bettinelli. I was like, oh, which one's this? <laughs> um, the Blackman one, which one? Who's shot it? I don't know. Hey, hey, Nick, point blank, you know. Yeah, it was a point blank save. He came rushing out, took it, took a defender out or an attacker. I can't remember. He just ran through somebody anyway. Uh, the ball had been pulled back to the penalty spot. Uh, oh, made himself yeah, where, he where he punched it out. It wasn't really save. No, yeah, yeah, you were close. He punched it out with his leg. Um, oh, nah, save, man. Yeah, the one that Ben's talking about there, I think, is a much better save in the first half. Uh, where he's, he's come out and punched across. He's come through about four players uh, and, and punched across away. I thought he was outstanding last night. I genuinely think it's his best game for us. I thought he commanded his area from corner to corner, didn't he? You know, I mean, he went out, coming out of people's feet, up, right on the edge of 18-yard box. Uh, there were a couple of times in that first half where he, we ended up, he ended up straying quite away from his goal. Uh, which initially I'm thinking, what you're doing? But there were no defenders helping him out. He was, he were, he were really left with no option but to do what he did. I, I really impressed with Blackman last night. Um, very, very good, very good. Yeah. So he's obviously showing what he can do now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're on a good little run now. Uh, what's that? Seven points from three games. Uh, yeah. The last time we had a run like this in the championship, we went on um, a nine-game unbeaten run last in the championship. 
but we only picked up uh, nine points from seven games. Mm. We've almost got that amount of points from three games. And that's yeah. the difference between this. This this needs to be the difference between yeah. now and last time. We, we were asked with nine game unbeaten run, eight draws, which is yeah. fine. If you're winning some after that or before that, we didn't yeah, win anywhere near enough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris Nichols has uh, just put here on on the on the text. Uh, consistency is what we need now, and that's precisely precisely mm. right. If we could consistently perform at that level or, or close to that level for the rest of the season, we are going to be way miles away from the relegation zone. It, relegation is not going to even be in anybody's thoughts come back end of March, April, if if we can keep continue maintain that level of performance. Um, we said it a few times on, the, on this podcast, and certainly on the run-up to Christmas when things weren't looking so great, that we, we tend to be a second half of the season team club, if you like. Um, certainly for the past two or three years, that's been the case. Hopefully, we said it at the, at the Everton game as well, or after the Everton game, that hopefully this will be a turning point, that performance, and it seems to have been mm. just that. Um, yeah. The performances from that point onwards have been outstanding, and like Chris says, consistency now. This is this is the type part of the season where you need to start putting in consistent performances. Yeah, Definitely. could not agree more. Uh, go on. Uh, we are now at finally. We're now at the end of January, and we're finally at the halfway stage of the season. Which is crazy. It's not Boxing Day halfway. The thing is, right, though, the next month is the shortest calendar month in the year, right? We've got the most games. How many games? We've got eight or seven or what? What is it? Ridiculous. Uh, but unfortunately, that's uh, I guess that's eight. the day of the season, isn't it? You know, yeah. Month and we've got eight games. So it's two games a week, which we which we've been talking yeah. about for a while now. True. Yeah. I, it's key for us though that we've uh, the opposite again. It's the opposite to last time, sort of that, that we started off quite well in the championship last time out. Uh, I think we're seventeenth or eighteenth, doing pretty well, but then we tailed off. Yeah. Whereas this time we started off relatively strong. We've, you know, we've not been terrible, but we started off inconsistent, and now in the right, you know, in the new year, we've started to find a bit of consistency, trying to put some performances together, and yeah. this is the right time to do it. When especially when games are coming thick and fast, it helps to have that momentum, and uh, we've got to carry that into Saturday. Even though it's going to be an incredibly tough game. Definitely. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Um, so, Swansea City on Saturday. Do you want to mention anything else on the Middlesbrough game before we move on? Uh, any final thoughts about how, how good it was? No, I ain't got. <clears throat> uh, we, I mean, we covered it in, in some some depth, didn't we, in the live stream uh, after the game. So, um, it was just fantastic. Great to see. Really, really pleased with it. And uh, move on. We have to move on, don't we? I agree, and we will move on. Uh, Swansea City come up on, on Saturday. They are in a very, very good run at the minute. They're unbeaten in seven games, eight games if you count the league. Um, they drew on Wednesday night to Brentford, 1-1, having Kyle Norton sent off, which is a bit of a bonus for us because Kyle Norton's obviously a very experienced player. Having not in their team uh, is very, very good for us. Um, we good played thing as well, he's a Sheffield lad, so he'd have been made up for it, wouldn't he? Probably, yeah. Um... Uh, it's the 80th meeting between the two clubs on Saturday, which feels like a lot. 
Um, were they were they in the lower leagues? Were they like have they been in Championship League One? Are they not a yeah. big club? Not historically a big club, no. Well, I um, know that. a lot, of, a lot of the games have been the old Division Twos and Threes. Uh, there's, I, I don't, th- other than when we played them last time in the championship. Last time we were up in the championship, I don't think we played them in second tier since like the sixties. Yeah, it's been, it's yeah. been a long old while. Were they, uh, were they good games, yeah. Mick? <laughs> were they good games? <laughs> the ones in sixties, particularly, were, um, were were always close for affairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The last time we obviously played in the championship last time out. The last time before before that was nineteen sixty old league division two, which was nineteen sixty four when they were Swansea Town, not Swansea City. Oh, was that Mick? Was you got to that game? <laughs> yeah, I went to the ones away. Um, Vetch Field, weren't it? Their, their ground, yeah. I think. It was yeah. yeah it was, it um, um, we also played them in a playoff. Uh, historic, our first ever playoff in the 1988, which was a Division Three slash Four playoff, where the, it's like a Scotland where the bottom team, yeah. like the third, third bottom team in the division, division above, plays like what? the third team in the division division below. What to see who goes into the division above? Yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a complicated way of doing it. I still do it in Germany as well. Um, it didn't last very long, but we lost anyway. Scotland. So. They still do it, sort of. In, yeah, they have took. They've done it in Scotland now, and I don't understand why. The English playoff system is the best yeah. in the world. It's unrivaled in in what it produces in terms of entertainment, quality, and fairness for me as well. So much easier as well. Yeah, it's easy to understand. Um, in Scotland, they have a playoff quarter final. It's bizarre. It, it's um, easy if you're a Rotherham fan, because we just win them all the time. So, yeah, well, especially in these years, yeah. Well, most of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's not be negative. Come on, yeah. Um, Swansea don't have a very good record in Rotherham. Um, they beat us, they've only beaten us once in 11 meetings in Rotherham. Our away record is not brilliant against them, but they've only beat us once uh, in that time, and that was in 2007 uh, in when we were in League One when we weren't very good that year. Um, Ryan Manning got a double penalty last time we played them in the championship. Um, it's got some good signs towards it, Ben. I, I, not only our performance, but we've got a good historical record against them at home. Yeah. But they are second in the league for a reason. They were awful. They were, they were one of the worst teams I've seen all season. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it's, it's been, we cheat, got cheated out of a point, uh, which is unacceptable again. But, you know, that's rather for you. Um, they were awful. How they're second in the league? Jesus wept. I will never know. They were crap. Their centre back looked like he'd just come down from Bridging. <laughs> it were awful. You see him? Like he did match. Yeah, he just looked like he'd just got up at 12, had his sausage sarni and come. Do you know what I mean? He did not look like a professional footballer. Uh, it were awful as well. But yeah, I'm mm. looking forward to this game because they were awful. Especially if Chio and uh, Sadler went bench, it's going to be an exciting game. For us, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the pitch is going to be a better, Mick, and that does slightly worry me that the pitch might sort of play into their hands a little bit. Yeah, possibly because it was like playing a ploughed field at their place, weren't it? It was. It was as bad as a bad a surface as I've seen at mm. a professional game since 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 Swillsborough. You know, since the beach yeah. at Swillsborough. Um I can't. I honestly, Derby's were bad. But it were, I thought. I think Swansea's was worse. Um, by, by some distance. So, yeah, it might play into their hands, but 
listen, if we put the same sort of performance in, they are going to have their hands full. If they play to their capabilities, you know, second division and, and however many million pounds their players are worth, if they play to that that uh, that level, mm. then we should lose. We should, you know, it's 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 as simple as that. Uh, but we will play at a high, at a really high uh, level, intensity-wise. Um, mm. Whether they can cope with it, it, we'll have to wait and see. If they can't, then they're going to be in trouble. They will definitely be in trouble. Uh, mm. I, I'm confident that we're going to continue now in the same vein. Uh, things are starting to turn around and we're getting that rub of the green that we weren't getting uh, in the first part of the season. But on top of that, um, you know, the players are starting to perform consistently all, uh, right across uh, right across the pitch. But maybe that's why we get rub of green, isn't it? Um, you know, you make your own look. True. Uh, Very true. Uh, they've got the fourth best away record in the division. Um, but with the form we're in, that counts for nothing. Like you said, we turn up like we did on... Wednesday, then it doesn't matter. Um, the yeah. issue is it's it's a Wednesday to Saturday game. We ain't got that extra. When you play Tuesday, you get that extra day. But yeah. they've got the same situation. They, they had a much more much tougher game than we did. They went to Brentford and picked up a point, which is a very tough place to go and pick up anything. So hopefully, yeah. they'll be feeling the same effects that we are. Um, we're recording before any team news realistically has been put out, but I think there was talk last night from Warner that there's potential that Crooks might be struggling for Saturday. Um, which is a big issue. It, it would mean a big jigger, especially if Barlaz is not fit as well. Yeah. And then it means we'd have to completely rejig the formation. Um, maybe four, maybe go back to a four-four-two. But then you, you're going to put a right right side of midfield to there. You, you could put uh, Giles on left, but then it, it's it's going to create all sorts of issues if he's not fit. If, if this is a week later and sadly it's fit, then it's not really a problem. You just stick sadly sadly in as number ten. Off yeah. you go. Yeah, um, we don't know what the, what level of fitness Chio and, and Sadler have got to yet, do we? No, yeah, they've been they've been back in full training for it will be almost a football. Well, it be a, it will be a fortnight, won't it? I think mm. will it uh, by the time we get to Saturday or virtually anyway, almost. Um, yeah. yeah, so that they will have been keeping themselves as fit as they possibly can, won't they? And within the within the bounds of what they've been the injuries yeah. that they've had, but. Um, be lovely to see them two back, particularly Chio. I just can't wait to see him back in a Rotherham United shirt. Cannot wait. I agree. Uh, the option, the other option, Ben, is to put Freddie or Hurst in. Um, Hurst came on against Middlesbrough. Did okay. Could could and should have scored if he hadn't been a fouled. If, if he hadn't been fouled, he almost certainly would have got a goal because Smith played it on a plate for him. Yeah, I'd... it's work rate right, though. It's not. I don't think it's much so much work rate. I think it's where to apply the work rate. He, mm. he runs about, but he don't put it in the right places. Like Smith is smart where he puts his work rate mm. and defends from the foot. Hurst does it in, in really smart with it. He'll, he'll press in the wrong situation or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But he's a young kid. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea, uh, playing Freddie or Hurst. I think Smith should stay up top by himself. I mean, I mean like he said, he's not fit. That's what I mean by, like you said, yeah. if Crooks is not fit, then you're going to have a problem. Uh, this is why I don't think we should have let Vas go, probably. This is, well, not should have let him go, but this is, he should have waited to let him go, I think. Talk to somebody else. Until, until Sadler's fit, uh, I thought. But yeah, I want to see Sadler back in her shirt because he didn't really get a run in. 
He had mm. what a game, two games. His second game, he got injured. No, uh, it wasn't so, that, but it weren't, it weren't many. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I I can't wait for him to back. Like you said, Trio as well. Oh, wow, well. wow. There might be some tears of joy when he comes back. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, will you, uh, will you be disbanding the uh, Matt Lusbandy fan club and starting a Trio or Benny fan club? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no in here. <laughs> and play together they can have a joint fan club yeah yeah wow yeah. imagine that <laughs> yeah it'd be uh, it's going to be really good well it's potentially going to be really good it's going to be a fascinating game whether we win or lose it's going to be fascinating I'm really interested to see how it goes there's two teams that are going to be very tired after two midweek good midweek performances Um, I don't know how we're going to line up we're going to have two minutes now predicting the team but it's difficult to pick mate because I would be surprised if Shawnee Mack can complete another, another 90 minutes. Potentially, we're talking that Crooks might not be fit. Would you bring Giles in for Harding? Although Harding was very, very good. Is that then harsh on Harding? Could you then move to a different formation? But Harding's a right back. Matt Lusundi is a right winger. Then would you put left back? There's so many different things. I, I've, got an, I've got an idea who I think should play. If, you, if you're uh, listening, Morning. Yeah, if you're listening. But it means playing two up front, which is a a bit iffy, so I don't know. I've got obviously Blackman in net, Harding yeah. right back, yeah, Woody Nicky at back, centre backs, Giles left back, okay, all of a Sunday right wing, Lindsay and other Shawnee Mark or uh, nice. no, I put Wiles on left because they're also going to play on left, okay, you got well, to play well. Lindsay and Lindsay and McDonald, Lindsay and Barlas, Lindsay and Crooks. There's got to be one of them fit. They can share 90 minutes between them, surely. And then Smith and um, Alfredo Hurst. That's probably the, the team that you can play. The only thing I would argue with that one is you could put Giles as a left winger and then put Clark Robertson as left back. Yeah, that's it's a better might, option. Though. It might be. It's just, it's just gives a bit more defensive cover at left back, doesn't it? That's a bit, yeah, it gives, yeah, that's probably a better uh, solution. It clearly depends on what the injury state, injury situation is, doesn't it? Uh, or injury and illness state, uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, if Barlaz is back, then you would you would expect him to come straight back into the team. Um, if if Crooks is injured, I think if Crooks is injury, if Crooks is not fit, that will be the biggest headache, I think. Um, I think I'd like to say that I saw something from Hurst last night that I've not seen before. I want to say it. I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on it. That sounds ridiculous. I can't put my finger on it. It just seemed to be slightly different. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just seemed more involved. It just seemed more dangerous. Now, I don't know whether that's because of how effective Smithy was yesterday or whether it was just I don't know what it was but I, I, I can I can see why people are interested in him and I don't know again I can't put my finger on it so don't ask me to explain why it just just seemed different yesterday yeah. so he's he, needs, he needs help doesn't he and, and, and that's clear for everybody to see um, he's, I don't think he's played with Smith if he has played with Smith it was before Smith hit his stride mm. so it might it might, I found it very interesting, very, very interesting that he brought a Hurst on and not Freddie. Yeah. That is very telling that he 
clearly prefers Hurst at the minute to, to Freddie. And Freddie, we all know Freddie is a goal threat because of what because of what he's done in the past. But Hurst is clearly doing something in training for wanting to put Hurst in ahead of Freddie, which is surprising, Ben. But you've got to put trust in money, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, we have to, first of all, because uh, we can't do anything about it. But True. yeah, I agree. I've got my trust in him. He's been at the club, what, four years now? Five years, nearly. Uh, oh, Freddie? No, Warney. Uh, 200 games, 201 games now. I, don't I know think it was 2016, wasn't it? Four or five years, whatever yes. it is. Yes, you've you're got right. To have, you've got to have um, faith in him. He's a good manager. He's got us mm. back up to the championship twice. We got relegated once, but uh, I'd, I'd argue that weren't our fault. But, you know, nah, I've been serious. I genuinely would. Uh, oh. But yeah, I have faith in him. I've got faith in everyone at the club at the minute. It's such, such a different... Uh, unique culture, which is how you succeed in football. So. I agree. Yeah. Um, we've got Philippe Flop, who agrees with Mick on Hurst. Um, he thinks that it will come good with a run in the team. Uh, yeah, I agree. He's, he's got the makings of a decent player. He just needs to start putting it together, and hopefully he will. Uh, if he's going to start getting a chance of, ahead of Freddie, then he's going to have some chances between now and in the season. He's just got to start taking them. Uh, he it's, it's all down to Hurst at this point to take those chances as and when he gets yeah, them. It, it is, and unfortunately, Freddie, I think, has had more opportunity. Well, it's not unfortunate. Freddie's had more opportunity to mm. to prove that he's he can he can compete at this level. And whenever he's whenever he's come on, virtually every time, apart from right at the very beginning of the season, he's reverted back to type, yeah. and and. You know, bad decision making, turning the wrong way, not being in the right place, shooting when he shouldn't be shooting, not passing when he should be passing. You know, we've we've, we've gone in, gone over it time and again. I, I'm not convinced that Freddie's at a stage in his career where he's going to change. Hurst, on the on the other hand, is uh, is he's, he's, he's a blank page, isn't he? He's mm. a blank page, and and if it, playing with somebody like Michael Smith, that is the type of player I would argue. That he would like to aspire to. It's a very sim- Smithy is a very similar player. Well, not very similar, but he's a similar player to what Hurst's dad was. He's a big, strong centre forward. A-, a little bit different, more in the Shearer mould rather than the Michael Smith mould. But nevertheless, you know, he's a big, strong centre forward. Um, so I-, I assume that that's what Hurst will want to aspire to. He'll want to aspire to what to be as good, if not better, than his dad was. Um, so, you know, Michael Smith is a decent, not a bad player to be learning off, particularly with the form that he's in at the moment. Yeah, completely agree. Um, you've got a couple of people agree. Have you ever had this many people agree with you, Mick? Uh, I've, I've, been I've been calling all my mates is, before. Is this, is this just you on different accounts? Is this just you on different accounts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Wright, Chris Wright said, I agree with Mick. Hurst to score his first goal on Saturday. Um, it would if, if if Crooks is not fit, then I suppose you could just stick through same formation three five two and go two up top like we, we like we did do with Smith and Bass for a few times. Um, it's a quick turnaround which doesn't help. Yeah. I mentioned that already. Um, I don't like these quick turnarounds. It doesn't suit us. It suits us to play attack the Tuesday. Too late that. Without oh well no yeah exactly. Uh, it's we clearly had to do it for one reason or another. It just doesn't suit us. I'm hoping it doesn't suit Swansea either. 
uh, which we'll find out. I suppose they'll probably have a bigger squad than us. Um, yeah. Predictions for the score, if you would like to go for, go first, Mick. Ooh, thanks. I hadn't thought about this. Okay. It's not as though you ask me this question on every single podcast that we do, is it? You know what I mean? No, well, so. Here's some stats before you decide. So we've got, what, seven goals in three games. Um, we have conceded three in those three games, but two clean sheets out of those three. Uh, obviously, Everton conceded one as well. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> goals in well, those three games. I, I, what I would say is that Swansea, for me, are as bad a team as I've seen all season that we've played against, much like Stoke were. They don't seem to me to be a free-scoring team. No. Um, so I'm going to go for three apiece. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, uh, three, three. Right. Three, three. Um, two nil for us. Two nil to us. That's my okay, they, You're right, they don't score two goals. Just looking through their fixture list uh, in the league, they've not scored, them, scored more than two goals in a the game. Um, they beat uh, Forest 5 1 in Cup. But yeah. are terrible. Um, so well, yeah, they're not, they're not free scoring. They were cups, so I thought they probably had under 14s, so didn't they? No, they were just crap. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, ben, what did you assess? You, you, you give me a score. Yeah. Two nil. Yeah. Two nil. yeah. Uh, there'll be goals. I'm going to go draw two two, uh, similar to the Bournemouth game what, a month or two ago. Um, Similar, similar to that. Hopefully, hopefully Smith can keep this run going. If they're either scoring or getting involved in the goals, because even with Smith, even with Crooks' first goal yesterday, it came from Smith attacking. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, really, really positive about this little run. This is the best little run. It's only three games, four if you count the Everton game in terms of performances. But there's a lot of positives at the minute. Yeah. Uh, I just hope if we do lose on Saturday, which is entirely possible, because Swansea, even though they were rubbish against us, they're clearly a good team to be up in second. Yeah, yeah. If we don't win, I hope it's not like one of them when we come crashing down to earth and we're going a bad run. We've got yeah, to keep that confidence high. Yeah, after Lord Mayor's show and all that, um, you never know, do you? You just, no. you just don't know. But I, I think I don't think you can discount the Everton game out of that run. I think, I no, think I the Everton game was key. Um, surprisingly, the one that we didn't want, you know, uh, yeah. it. anyway. So, yeah. Uh, I have done a ref watch, actually, believe it or not. Uh, Tony Harrington is the uh, is referee on Saturday. He has not refereed us this season at all yet. Uh, the last time he refereed us was when we were in the Championship last time. All at home. Uh, a 4-0 defeat to West Brom. A 4-2 defeat to Brentford. But, interestingly, he uh, officiated over our 2-1 win over Swansea City. Two penalties um, as well, aren't it? Two penalties. So... I tell you what, Tony, if you're listening or watching, same again Saturday, happy days. I'll slip you that tenor in. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and if it's two penalties, I'll, I'll, I'll bang a crate of Stella in there and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. But I, I've not I've not seen it. I don't know anything of the, of the bloke, um, so can't pass comment um, realistically. not. Ma- I think he's done 49 yellow cards in 20, 20 games couple of reds so it doesn't it just it looks like an average joe uh, in terms of his um overzealousness yeah <laughs> so we'll see we'll see I- i'm sure he'll be as crap as rest of them oh That's no doubt 
No doubt. We didn't really talk about the ref last, last night, but I suppose all, all I'm going to say is it was rubbish. If anybody didn't watch the game, it had a terrible game, the referee. Just in general, it was a very stop-start refereeing performance in terms of giving lots of fouls. Um, yeah. yeah. Crap. Uh, like I said last night, he's, a frust- he's clearly a frustrated midfielder, isn't he? Because he's just spent all game breaking play up. Uh, that's yeah. all he did. Uh, so, yeah. useless. Rubbish. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, that's it. Um, we will call that there. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Uh, we is off going live on YouTube. So thanks to all who have watched on YouTube, and thanks to all who are listening to the podcast. We really appreciate everybody getting involved. Um, I, we did the live show. We were doing another live on on Saturday, pre-match and post-match. Um, would you like to know a little stat? I think we, I think we were bringing Rodham some good luck because every time we've done a post-match live show, we've won. Yeah. So that's you, do you know why that is. Do you know why that is? Because if we lose, I'm not doing one. <laughs> True. I don't want to know because I'll just be. I'll just. I'm not. I mean, podcasts are all about talking, aren't they? And I ain't talking if we've lost. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so get involved in that as and when. If we'll tweet it out and Facebook it out, and just if you just reply to it, reply to it, we can see the comments and we can get you involved in the show uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter is where it'll be live. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're going to be doing a couple of videos. We're going to spend five, ten minutes going through how we think we're going to have to set up when Chio and Sadler come back in uh, yeah. at some point in the next few days because it's a fascinating topic and it's going to be really interesting how we do it. Uh, the transfer window is coming to a close, so I'm sure we'll do a transfer window special as well. Um, if you uh, if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify as well for the podcast part. Like the Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, um, and keep getting involved. We really appreciate. In the last night, we had 20, 28, 30 comments, something like that, from you guys getting involved. We tried to get everybody in, so thanks, everybody, that did. Uh, we've got an email, ufcpod at gmail.com. So if you want to give us some feedback or tell us something or want us to include something in future, just let us know, and we'll chuck it. This is this show, this is this is as much for you guys as it is for us, um, especially we're not going at games. It's, you know, all try and just... It's what we sort of do after the game normally. After, you know when you're walking back to the car or whatever, you just have yeah, to... Yeah. Out with your mates about how crap it was or how good it was. It's the idea, particularly during these times. I think it's, uh, I'm yeah. hoping you're enjoying it. Um, Mick, are you enjoying it? Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Uh, it's, it, I, I particularly, I mean, last night was fantastic. We got a lot of people involved after the game. Uh, the comments were coming in thick and fast, and, and looking at some of the figures of, of how many people have looked at the videos. Uh, is, is phenomenal really so just thank you and if uh, but please get involved because it's it's about all of us uh it's all about obviously supporting the club and and everything else so um so yeah please just get involved uh we are looking we've got the sky games coming up i don't know whether you want to mention that matt uh yeah so because obviously when it's on sky they can't have i follow live uh, i know for a fact or i assume everybody else is the same as me i don't really want to watch sky's coverage i can't stand there their championship uh, pundits are in the championship because they're not very good if they were good enough they'd be punditing on, on premier league um <laughs> so it's, it's basically how, how i feel about it um so we're gonna do some uh, if anybody's familiar with youtube you'll see watch alongs where the people just watch the game and not necessarily commentate on it but talk through it um that we're gonna potentially do those how oh, is it bournemouth forest and piggies we've got on telly i think something like that yeah like that. Um, 
we don't want to do it during non-match games because we want you to pay tenor so the club gets the money. <laughs> but when it's Sky, yeah. I couldn't care less. <laughs> no, so. no, absolutely. Uh, the idea is, I guess, will be to turn turn commentary down and, and all of us, not just us three, but everybody else, get involved with your comments and everything else and let's let's have a chat about the game while it's going on. So uh, so we don't have to... Uh, just look out for it. We'll, we'll advertise them. They'll be titled Plucky Little Rotherham. Uh just on behalf of Sky, just to make sure that they're aware, you know, that uh, that we are a plucky little team, and um, you know, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, what I am impressed with, as well, by the way, for everybody that's listening, crack on, keep going with these teams like Rotherham hashtag <laughs> because it was trending last night. I'm sure it trending. Listen to me, I'm I'm well into well into new stuff. Uh, but anyway, it was all over Twitter last night. Fantastic, yeah. love it, absolutely love it. So yes. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a mug. I'm getting myself a mug with teams like Rotherham. On. So I'm gonna join Ben's Battle of Sunday fan club merchandise non-existent shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear it if he scores. He's scored once. Anyway, we'd be going yeah. off forever. We, we, if he plays well, um, I'll wear it, of course, man. Yeah. If he gets uh, set, I'm wearing it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so thanks all. Really appreciate you uh, getting involved and everything else. Uh, ben, uh, it's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Uh, and we'll see you all again. This will be out Friday morning for the podcasters. Oh, we'll just end the podcast. For, uh, this will be out on Friday. And we'll see you all hopefully before and after the game for the pre, pre and post match live shows on Saturday when we'll hopefully bring in another three points for the Mighty Millers. Cheers for listening, guys. And we'll see you all soon. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.